0: Validation exactly and what does it have to do with your self-esteem? Why is it that narcissists are not capable of giving it to us? Well, that's what we're talking about today at QueenBeing.com Invalidation, what it feels like, what it looks like and how to validate yourself. So, let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. Validation is a concept that very many narcissists either don't understand or don't bother with. Validation says, I hear you. I see you. I care how you feel. I understand why you feel that way. Your feelings are real. Your feelings are valid. That's what validation says. As we all know, narcissists are terrible at validation and very often the only time you get any validation from a narcissist is either doing the hoovering phase or the love bombing phase. The lack of validation is one of the most subtle forms of abuse that comes with being involved with a narcissist. The the worst part of it in my opinion is the fact that even non-narcissists might accidentally abuse someone by invalidating their feelings and what I find so interesting about this is that I think all of us have done this at one time or another. What is invalidation exactly? And I'm going to share with you 10 different ways that someone could invalidate you or that you could invalidate someone sometimes without realizing it. So while narcissists are commonly invalidating us just because they don't seem to think we're real people, they see us as extensions of themselves or because They don't feel like our feelings are as real as theirs. Other people often invalidate us without even recognizing it. And I'm going to give you some examples right now of what kinds of ways we might accidentally be invalidating people. So when we're talking about emotional invalidation, that is one of the most subtle forms of abuse that a narcissist can inflict on you. But unfortunately, it also can be inflicted by you or by other people who are well-meaning people really don't mean to hurt you and who are only trying to help you. So how does that work? Well, let's first define what emotional invalidation actually is. Essentially emotional invalidation happens when your thoughts or your feelings are rejected, ignored or judged. It is incredibly hurtful for those of us who have been in a relationship with a narcissist because it becomes so regular. You might find yourself being triggered by a well-meaning person when they invalidate your feelings without realizing it. And then on the flip side of that, we may be invalidating people's feelings without realizing it because sometimes something that seems like it might help someone or make someone's life better actually turns out to be invalidation. So we're going to talk about that. If you are highly sensitive, and you are an empath or you're just highly sensitive, this is going to be especially painful for you. In my opinion, it's one of the worst things about going through narcissistic abuse. One way that we can invalidate ourselves is by doing it to ourselves and that often happens to us as we go through narcissistic abuse or when we're finished with it because we are programmed to do that, we're programmed to automatically doubt ourselves. When we do that, we create distance from the people around us in our lives and it makes it really hard for us to build identity and when I say the people around us, I mean the healthy people. If you are going through self-invalidation or other people are invalidating you, it makes recovering from depression, anxiety, things like that almost impossible unless you learn how to self-validate. Nobody wants to invalidate other people or at least not people who are healthy emotionally and otherwise. And most people would say that I would never try to invalidate someone else. Very few of us as a matter of fact would actually do that on purpose, but even those who are well-intentioned can occasionally accidentally invalidate someone in their lives. So I'm going to give you a few examples of verbal invalidation that it happens from the well-meaning people as opposed to people who are trying to hurt you. One of those might be just simply not understanding what it means to be Sometimes people assume they know how you feel and they don't bother to ask questions because they feel like they know you well enough to know. So even if they know, okay, this person feels sad or angry or happy or whatever, they may never say anything to you about how you're feeling because they figure you already know that they know and it just feels like they don't care to you. Another way they might do that is just by misunderstanding what it even means to validate a person. Let's just say that, you know, someone who is working for you came to you and said, I feel like you don't think I do a very good job. And you might say to that person, what do you mean? That's crazy. I think you do a great job. Well, that person might feel invalidated because you didn't acknowledge the fact that you thought that person was doing a good job. So instead of doing it that way, you might say well I'm so sorry that you think that I feel like you're not doing a good job, but you're one of my favorite employees. I'm sorry I didn't mention it to you sooner or whatever or let's look at a darker side of that situation. Let's say your friend comes to you and they say I'm so angry with you because you failed to Call me when you said you were going to call me and then you instead of saying you don't have the right to be angry with me It wasn't my fault. I got in a car accident You could say well I'm so sorry that you feel that way But you should understand that this is how and why it it happened and I'm sorry I hope we can work things out or whatever you see what I'm saying So validating someone's feelings means acknowledging them as well and then explaining your side of things Another thing that happens with well-meaning people sometimes is when someone loves you or really cares about you And you're very sad or, or broken or feeling upset. They'll say things to you like come on. Don't be sad It's okay. Come on. Let's go out shopping or hey, let's just go see a movie. That'll cheer you up, right? So these people very often are not trying to hurt you at all. They're really trying to help, but they don't know how to help and so then instead of trying to work through the feelings with you or help you do that, they're focused on making the feelings stop. They don't want you to be in pain. So they're like, hey, let's go to the movies. Hey, let's have some ice cream, whatever. They're attempting to fix your feelings, but as a result, you're like, how dare you minimize the fact that I just went through a divorce or how dare you minimize the abuse that I went through. Fact is, they just don't understand and they don't know how to handle it. So they try to help you become happier. And then there are the people who just want the best for you and sometimes they may ask you you or encourage you to do something that doesn't feel right in your heart or that doesn't feel right in your gut to you Or they might do something for you that you need done because they're trying to help you But in reality that invalidates you because you had every intention of doing that thing or like I said If it could be in a situation where there's a person in your life who's influential or who in some ways could benefit you Professionally personally or otherwise and that person might say you know what you should be friends with that person They might help you one day or you should always stay on this person's good side because you never know when you're gonna need Help or whatever and then that might cause you to keep Keep that person in your life even though your gut and your heart tell you no i don't want that person in my life and then Unfortunately, this could lead to you ending up with a narcissist or worse. And then there's judging. For example, anytime you show an emotional reaction to something like let's say that, you know, they say some horrible things to you and you cry. They, they might go, oh, yeah, right. Uh-huh. There you go again with all the tears. It's all a bunch of bullshit, da 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 And by doing that, they minimize the fact that you're having a genuine emotion or they might say you're overreacting, you're being too sensitive. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you have such a problem with this. Minimizing your feelings and there's denying. So for example, if you're feeling upset because a narcissist attacked you personally. Let's say you cook dinner and they don't like the dinner that you cooked. Well, they might say, You know, you're so terrible at cooking. I don't know why you keep trying. You should just order out every night. And then you kind of suck it in. And you just go, from am good. And you just keep going because you've learned a gray rock. You really don't care what they say anymore. Let's say and then they're gonna be like, I know you're mad. I know you're mad. I can tell when you're mad. I know you're mad and you really aren't mad because you know who they are and you're all over that. They will continue to push you until you kind of explode and then okay, well now I'm mad because you've made me mad saying I'm mad. You know, It's crazy making and and it's a it's, it's, part of it is gaslighting when they, they twist everything around and they make you feel crazy, right? Well, invalidation goes right into gaslighting. It can become part of that cycle, but it's also So outside of that cycle, it's a subtle thing they do to you on a daily basis. And then there's just plain old minimizing where they just Tell you that what you feel, what you think, what you say is not anything. It doesn't matter, you know So you might be 18 years old and telling your narcissistic parent. Oh my gosh I finally decided what I want to do. I want to be an artist. I want to go to school I got this scholarship over here at this great art school. It's in New York We live in Texas, but so what I'm gonna go because it's free and I love art blah blah They might go, you know what? You never had any talent in art anyway And even if you did you can't make money as an artist Invalidation. validation instead of just encouraging their children Or if a, you know say a 10 year old or a 12 year old has a beautiful singing voice and says to her narcissistic father Hey, I'm gonna be a famous singer when I grow up and if he's like no you ain't nobody's a famous singer You can't be a famous singer. You have to be somebody special blah 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 You know then he might invalidate her and take away her dream of being a famous singer Now does that mean every ten-year-old who wants to be a famous singer is gonna be a famous singer? Probably not, but it does mean that of the ten-year-olds who who became famous singers later I bet you eight of them had somebody in their life say You can do this. I know you can. Why not give your child that advantage? Finally, there's nonverbal invalidation and this is especially effective on empaths because empaths, we see it all don't we? We feel the energy, we see the expressions, we automatically know what they mean. We don't even have to analyze them usually, we know what that facial expression means. So if somebody rolls their eyes at us, we know what that means. If somebody does that to us, we know what that means, don't we? We know, we can tell when someone is just blowing us off. We know that if someone's drumming their fingers <laughs> impatiently, that they want us to hurry up and stop talking. We know if someone rolls their eyes at us that they don't believe us or that they think we're full of crap. We know that if somebody comes to our house for a party and sits on their phone the whole time and doesn't talk to anybody, that they don't really care where they're at and what they're doing. Nonverbal validation is about body language and basic behavior and narcissists are pros at using their body language to say one thing and using their mouth to say another thing and people outside of us sometimes don't understand the abuse because, for example, you can be triggered at a party by nonverbal invalidation, right? So like say you are dancing and you're having a great time and you're partying and you look across the room and your narcissist, they're upset they're not getting attention and you are and so they're giving you the evil stare and you know that stare means that when you get home, you're gonna be in huge trouble. and You're gonna hear about it. It's gonna be terrible, right? So you see the stare and the narcissist might say to the person standing next to them or even to you Oh, I just love it when you're out dancing or I love to watch you dance or whatever and you know that no no matter how sincere they sound when they say that, that look you just saw on their face really means you're in trouble and they don't like it that you're dancing. Suddenly you're invalidated, you're deflated, and you feel like nothing, and you know that as soon as this day is over, you're screwed, you're in trouble. And so you sort of feel this heavy weight on your chest for the rest of the event, if you can even stand to say that long. It's one form of narcissistic abuse that is so pervasive and so sneaky that it can be done right in front of other people and those people won't even see it. They won't even be aware of it and that my friend is exactly why so many people struggle to even identify narcissistic abuse because on paper sometimes it doesn't show. Anyway, the very best way that you can stop accepting invalidation, stop getting invalidated by people in your life is to start to self-validate and essentially what that comes down to Is beginning with unconditional self-acceptance and self-love and not only accepting your own internal experience and thoughts and feelings and beliefs as real and valid but also by recognizing other people's feelings thoughts and beliefs as valid i'll tell you something it was difficult for me when i first had kids as they started to get older and have their own opinions because i was so invalidated growing up that i needed to force myself at first to validate my children And to see their feelings and beliefs and ideas as real. It was tough. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I did it because I love them. And at first, I, I was finding myself having to say it to myself constantly over and over, okay, their feelings are real and valid and I would stop myself from blowing them off and go, okay, tell me, how do you feel? What do you think? How do you feel? What do you think? And that would help me to understand them better and validate them more at the same time and so today I still have to push myself if I'm in a hurry sometimes to not you know rush them through their feelings or 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 move past them, but I try really hard to stop and listen and validate them every day because I know, I believe that it will help them as they get older. My my son Noah, my daughter Sophia, both of them are thriving now and I think a lot of that has to do with the validation that they are given at home every day, just my feelings. Self-love and self-validation lead to insecurity and insecurity might be one of the biggest roadblocks to achieving your goals. If you lack confidence and certainty in yourself and your skills, you're never gonna leave the starting line. Insecurity is the result of poor mental habits and just giving too much of your power to other people. So what causes insecurity? Well babies by nature aren't insecure, so it's got to be something that you've learned over the course of your lifetime. How do we become insecure and how do we maintain insecurity into adulthood? Well, there are several causes of insecurity, starting with a lack of self-esteem often caused by invalidation. If you view yourself negatively and you believe that you're not capable, well, you're not gonna feel secure. The amount of self-esteem you have is ultimately up to you. No one else can decide it for you, not even a narcissist. However, they can influence your self-esteem if you let them. Relying on other people to make you feel good is a problem. Approval from others is nice, but when you need it to feel confident and secure, your feelings of self-worth become out of control. This creates a strong need for approval and gives too much power to everyone around you. Unreasonable expectations. The people that are held up in our society are especially beautiful, wealthy or both. These are the people in magazines. It is so easy to forget that they're just a really tiny part of the population, isn't it? You got to avoid comparing yourself to others. Insults and criticism from the past, those negative comments might have come from parents, teachers, peers or really anyone else from your past. Children though are especially sensitive to criticism and they might have a hard time moving past negative comments. The future is waiting for you my friend. Some strategies to help you feel more secure in yourself. Let's talk about that and to meet the, o- the world on your own terms. First of all, approve of yourself. You can give yourself as much approval as you want to. Notice each time you're hoping for approval from someone else and stop yourself. Give yourself a compliment and then practice self-acceptance. With time, your interest in getting approval from other people is going to dissipate. Only compare yourself to yourself. Are you in better shape than you were last month? Is your financial situation improving? Are you experiencing a good social life or is your ability to play the piano getting better? Seek improvement over your past. Avoid worrying about what other people are doing and let go of the past. Think of the times that you've been unkind or critical toward other people. Does it seem reasonable for someone from your childhood to still feel wounded about comments you made a whole bunch of years ago? Maybe not, right? Your comments weren't relevant and neither were the comments that anyone made to you. Forgive everyone from your past and start enjoying today. Feeling secure is about removing the power that you allow other people to have over you. You do not need the approval of other people. You don't need to compare yourself to other people. The past does not have to define you today. Identify the challenges that are creating feelings of insecurity in your life and face them head-on and you're one step closer to winning. You can be more accepting of yourself and trust yourself more than you do today. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is have you experienced invalidation in a relationship with a narcissist? Have you experienced invalidation from people who really just care and are trying to help? But unfortunately, i invalidated you in one of the ways I've described here or in another way. Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comments section below and let's have a good discussion about this. And if you'd like me to make another video where I explain in more detail how you can validate yourself, let me know that in the comments too and hit the like button. Alright, that's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.